0: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com
1: hey thank you very much gary it's 7:35 on this monday morning it's the 11th day of december 2023 i'm john reed and glad to be back with you after a whirlwind <laughs> shortened trip to Germany and Austria to see the Christmas markets. I'm going to post some pictures. I You know, we had so many weather problems that some of the people who were going to go on the trip with us, who I hope are still listening to the show, didn't get to go because it got delayed by three days. So it was kind of arrive in Germany and then go see these beautiful Christmas markets. And when I prayed for some snow, God, I didn't really mean 18 inches of snow. I meant just maybe I should have car- maybe I should have told God, I just want snow that's gonna make everything look pretty, <laughs> but not mess up every flight and every bus ride and everything. It was gorgeous once we got there, but um I should have played the lottery. If God was gonna be so generous <laughs> with the snow, maybe I would have won the lottery too, because it was a mess over there. But glad to be back here in Richmond and glad to be talking to you this morning. There is lots of news, even though we are in the holiday season, and John Decker is the White House correspondent for Gray TV, and it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked to John. I'm really happy to have you back with us, because there's so much going on. What are you tracking on this Giuliani defamation case? I haven't heard as much about that as I would have anticipated. Good morning to you, John.
2: Yeah, that's happening here in Washington. Uh, It's essentially determining the damages that Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York City, will have to pay to two election workers in Georgia that it has already been determined that he defamed uh, in the aftermath of the 2020 election. So you have that happening in Washington. In New York, uh, Donald Trump has decided not to come back uh, and testify once again in that civil fraud trial. Uh, Are you he's surprised? already testified for about three hours, and uh, he said, you know what, I've, I've testified enough in that particular matter uh, and I'm going to leave my testimony stand on its own.
1: Yeah. Are you surprised as an attorney yourself? Are you surprised by that?
2: No, I'm not, you know, I don't see what more could be gained uh, from mm-hmm. the defense. Uh, I think that the defense put him back up on the stand after, uh, the direct and, you know, I think that they tried to rehabilitate him, you know, in terms of the, uh, direct questioning by the New York state attorney general's office. So no, I'm not surprised by that at all. Although, He had indicated uh, up until yesterday that he would be returning uh, today, uh, December the 11th, uh, for a second time. And I I guess he felt, what's the point? And that's the reason why he's skipping that uh, today. Closing arguments in that case will be actually on January the 11th, and we could have a determination in terms of damages or uh, penalties imposed upon uh, the Trump Organization by the end of January. So keep your eye on that, John. And what happens
1: if he's found guilty here? And there are big fines. Well, liable.
2: Remember that the term uh, is liable. It's a double trial. It's okay. so not gotcha. be found guilty. No one's going to jail, but it could interp- it could impact the uh, ability of the Trump Organization con- to continue doing business in the state of New York. So real life consequences for Donald Trump and in- his business, if indeed uh, he's already been found liable. Now it's just a matter of. Determining the damages or penalty imposed upon the Trump organization and Donald Trump uh, for uh, civil financial fraud. Uh,
1: you, the clarification is important. Does it? Does that take effect immediately? Would he and his companies? He would be... have the
2: opportunity to appeal, just uh-huh. like any other uh, defendant in right. a particular uh, civil matter. And I'm uh, certainly he's going to appeal. Uh, he's going to appeal uh, in New York State. It's an, it's a state. Uh, matter. It's not a federal matter. So all of this will be decided in New York State, and it will take some time to go through that appellate process.
1: So he could stay afloat while that goes
2: on. Oh, absolutely, 100%. And then
1: President Biden is in Washington. I've been watching the videos of the different events at the White House and the Christmas parties, even while I was overseas. But he's meeting with Zelensky when, this week?
2: Yeah, that'll be tomorrow. Uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine coming Uh, to Washington, D.C. He's going to be meeting in the morning tomorrow with a bipartisan group of lawmakers on Capitol Hill, also meeting one on one with a new House speaker, uh, Speaker Mm -hmm. Johnson, and then coming over to the White House. The president also will have a press conference tomorrow. So a lot on the agenda as it relates to tomorrow. The president, uh, over the course of the weekend, was first in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, then in California doing some fundraising there, Uh, and uh, later in the week, actually today, he's going to be in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, so really increasing the travel. A lot of this is campaign-related. You know, the end of the year is coming up, John, and uh, uh, you want to increase your fundraising totals uh, by the end of this quarter, and I think that's the reason why the president hitting the road as often as he is in the month of December.
1: Listen, I appreciate it. John Decker, the White House correspondent for Gray TV, live for us this morning at the White House Complex. Thank you appreciate it
2: thank you so much John. Right. talk to you real soon thank you
1: yeah um I, i'd be curious to know and we ran out of time john's just moving this morning so i was lucky to get him for a couple of minutes i'm curious to know what joe biden is saying on the campaign trail and what those events look like remember in 2020 he didn't do a lot of campaign events a lot of it was Sitting in front of a Zoom call in the Bay you know, the campaigning from the basement thing, which wasn't made up. That was that was true. He just didn't he didn't campaign the way Trump did. I mean, I went to Trump rallies, um, and there were thousands of people there, even during COVID. Oh yeah, people people were willing to risk their lives to be at the Trump rallies. And then when Biden had events, either they didn't invite many people or not a lot of people came. So I'm wondering what that's like. Is this all really, really rich? leftist liberals who you know they're devoted to the cause it doesn't matter who the nominee is they're going to give money big money so it's worth it for the president to go make an appearance what's he saying does he know what he's saying I swear to God if this was a Republican it would be nonstop coverage of how stupid and uh, incompetent the Republican old man is but with Biden, they just keep covering up for these guys, uh, for him in particular, and for his team. So I'm, I would really be curious, I wish there was some way, I'm not paying money to go see Joe Biden. I can tell you that, but I would love to do what I like to do, which is stand in the back of the room. And you know, one of the reasons you hear me talk about that all the time, standing in the back of the room, is the people in the front of the room are the big fans. You know, the people who love whoever's speaking, they get the front row seat. It's the people in the back of the room who are sometimes skeptical. They think that because they're in the back of the room, no one's going to hear them when they say, oh, that's baloney. And I have always found it as a reporter and as a political consultant to be in the back of the room listening to those kind of grumbles when people say, oh, you know, he's in trouble he doesn't know what he's talking about. That was stupid. I don't get that. I mean, that's where you hear the real life feedback is right there in that last third of the room. And I would love to do that with Joe Biden. I did it on the Terry McAuliffe campaign. People didn't know it was me. You know, they're like, I'm probably thinking who's the tall guy standing in the back of the room? Is he a reporter? Who is the?" And I didn't disrupt anybody. I didn't say anything ugly. I wasn't you know, shouting or I mean, I shook hands with people, people who did say, hello, welcome. You know, I got no problem with that. I'm happy to be polite. But it's fascinating to hear what people are saying. And I've got to believe not based on the press coverage or the little clips that Jeff Katz and I play on the air. You should go to YouTube and watch a real event. You know, they're usually not an hour because Joe Biden can't stand up for an hour. They're usually less than 30 minutes. Go watch a Joe Biden event. And you tell me what you would be saying in the back of the room, both policy-wise and personally. If, like, if you ran a company and this guy showed up applying for a job, <laughs> what, what would you do? What would you do? This guy showed up applying for a job. You would prob- the, the interview would take less than two minutes. Oh, I'm so glad you got here. I'm so glad you came in to to apply for this position as the vice president of so-and-so or, you know, as uh, the regional manager or as the greeter at Walmart. I'm so glad you came in, but, you know, um, we'll get back to you if we find an opening that matches up with your skill set. Thank you so much. I mean, that's what would happen. You tell me. There are a bunch of business people who listen to this program. every Would you hire this guy for anything other than me just being mean? which I'm not above in this situation because I think somebody's got to be mean and honest. Sometimes being mean is honest, and in this case it is. What would you hire this guy for? Nothing. You, nobody in America would hire this guy for anything. That doesn't necessarily mean that his policies are wrong. In this case, they are, and the end results after three years really clearly indicate how bad the policies are. But I, I would love to go to one of these events and kind of check them out and just see whether the Democrat loyalists who are in the room are having anxiety. It was weird when I used to do that with Obama, with um, Barack Obama stuff, because um, I was at the White House several times when Barack Obama was president. Always very polite. You know, it is, it is to me, it is an honor to be at the White House under any circumstances. And so I always tried to be respectful and polite. I wouldn't reach it out to shake Obama's hand or anything or you know, kissing up to anybody. But I've there were several times when I was at Obama White House events where there was a little bit of a grumble from people in the back of the room. Not in the front of the room, but in the back of the room. And I wondered whether Republicans knew that. They just didn't ever seem to be able to take advantage of it. Of course, the press didn't... You know, they weren't interested in amplifying anything that wasn't bow down to St. Barack. But um, that, that's an interesting thing to see. I just don't see how Biden... Even starts to campaign with the general public, maybe with the money people who are just going to cut a check anyway, because they're invested in this lurch towards socialism. Um, Maybe, maybe, but not with the rank and file members of the public. And if I was his communications director, remember, that was the job I had with George Allen and George Allen spoke off the cuff. As we, you know, you know, he didn't always stick to the script and a lot of people loved that about him, but it makes your job really tough when you're the communications director trying to, um, fix things sometimes. (laughs) Oh, that's not what he meant. This is, you know, can you imagine having that job for Joe Biden? Whew. Of course, when the press is on your side, it makes it a heck of a lot easier. When I was doing it, the press was not on my side, and they made it ten times worse than it should have been. So... All right, 747 on this Monday. We've got a bunch of delays today, not right here in central Virginia, but on the outskirts. So a lot of the school systems, two hours delay. So you want to go online and check that before you. If you haven't already done it this morning, just be aware that there are a lot of two-hour delays this morning. And we will go over the weather, and we'll check in on some more of our headlines. When we return on this Monday morning, I'm John Reed, News Radio WRVA.